0: Pelican season starts today with media day. So today we're going to look at the six biggest questions for this team as we get to talk to everybody. It's the Monday episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans at NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Monday, we are back to five days a week with the Pelican season basically starting today with media day. I will be there. By the time you're listening to this, it might have already gone on. I'm excited. I hope you're excited too. So thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen today and every day. And whether you're new to the show and this is your first episode or you've been with me as I've been hosting this for over six years years now, covering the team for 11 years now. I appreciate you making me part of your day, being passionate about this team. It's going to be a fun year. I'm excited. I hope you're excited too. So make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. So let's dive into it. We're going to get to hear from Trajan Langdon, Willie Green, David Griffin, and all of the players, including Zion, CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram. We got questions and there's big questions still around this team let's take a look at what those questions are and why we want them answered and what we're hoping to hear from um, or hear the answers about in today's show. So question one, is there a surprise we don't know about? Because that tends to happen. It's been a really quiet off season. Some might say too quiet. It's been a quiet off season and that's a good thing, right? Compare it to say the Boston Celtics who have had trades, multiple injuries, surgeries, and with Ime Udoka, Other drama that's going on around the team or other issues. I don't want to even just call it drama that minimizes what he has done. And that's definitely not the case. Internal issues like that. Have the Pelicans avoided anything like that? Injuries, whatever it might be. You know, last year, the Zion injury was sprung on us at media day. I was sitting next to Christian Clark, Will Guillory, Andrew Lopez. And no one had a clue about Zion having surgery much earlier, a couple months earlier. Are we in line for a surprise? Are we, are we going to hear something like that? Is that the case? Hopefully not. Are we actually avoiding that because that would be the most un-New Orleans Pelicans, un-New Orleans basketball franchise thing to just kind of have a quiet off season. I think that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing, but hopefully we're just avoiding any and all drama issues all of that stuff. And it's just going to be a relatively straightforward media day with no surprises. Would love that. Or only good surprises. Let's take that too. That's going to tie into a bonus question I have in today's show. So question two. How was your summer, Zion? It's it's general sounding. I say it kind of there as a joke. But you know, we I've talked a lot about Zion 2.0. We've read a lot of articles about Zion himself this offseason. But this is his chance to talk to us, to tell us what's going on with him, to tell us about the training he did, to tell us about the regiment he's been put through, to talk to us about how he's taken being a professional basketball player more seriously than he has in the past. And that's an okay thing. People mature, different ages, different times, and it definitely seems like Zion has taken this more seriously. We've heard recently that This is the best shape he's ever been in in his life. That's a wonderful thing to hear. At age 20, he was an all-star, and he wasn't in the best shape of his life. So what could he do now if he is? I That should keep opposing coaches and players up all night. I'm really excited at the thought of that. Talk to us about what you've done, what you did differently, what kind of clicked for you, to make you into the player that we're going to see this season, to come back from that injury, to put all the drama that's been around in the past, right? We aren't hopefully going to hear stories about how he has more frostiness with the organization or potentially wants out or that he's away from the team. You know, so did he work out with the team at all? Was he there in California? No. Okay, if he wasn't, what was he doing instead to prepare himself for this year? Mentally, how is he doing? How are you, Zion? You know, he talked last year about how mentally he was down, and we all know that the importance and, uh, you know, that side of things can, can be when it comes to a player and them being their best and being happy and hopefully leading a team to the postseason. What's going on there? Has he taken any steps with that, or is it simply just getting in shape and those problems have gone away? I want to hear more about it. This is his chance to control the narrative in a way that he did not do last year we did it based on things we were hearing from people and you know sources that we talked to because he wasn't speaking so this is a lot of his chance the opportunity for him to kind of write the PR ship to set the narrative to repair his reputation if it you know was damaged at all maybe it wasn't to you maybe it was maybe he's fixed some of that already and that's that can be fine too this is his chance to really take control over all of that I'm just it's a genuinely curious thing I want to hear from him you know what did he work on was it his handle was it his shooting was it defense how did he go about doing that shed some insight be a little bit transparent with the fans and the media there to find out what he did this offseason to make sure that he is the best basketball player that he can be and that this pelicans team can have a lot of success because there are a lot of expectations and that's a question I have on this too that I want to get into with him and this team. So let's start setting the record straight when it comes to all that. So let us know what you did and how your summer was, how your offseason was, Zion, and how good you expect yourself to be going into this season. So more questions coming up. What's the offense going to look like? How can they get this defense to work? What are the expectations? What about player roles? And some bonus fun questions at the end for you as well. So that's all coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net, your number one source for all your football betting this season. So you can find all the player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find, whether it's pro or college. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information. They have live betting, up-to-the-minute scores for every single sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check out on everything, whether it's football, MLB, MMA, boxing, golf, and the NBA when the season gets started. Or if you want to get into those futures, you're feeling good about Zion Williamson, plus 1,200 to win MVP, those could be really good odds if you think he's going to be in store for an excellent season. So if you want to make these games more interesting, get in on the action, head to betonline.net. You can get there on your mobile device too as well over at betonline.net. BetOnline, where the game starts. And thank you for making Lockdown Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday. We are back to five days a week and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. And again, whether you just tuned in today because you're excited about the Pelican season or you've been with me from the beginning six years of hosting this show I appreciate it. Like, thank you for just tuning in. It makes this fun for me, it makes being a part of this community incredibly fun. Welcome, everybody, to what's going on here. It's going to be a fun year. Make sure you subscribe. We're here Monday through Friday. It's free, no paywall or anything like that, just giving you the Pelicans' insight on all the topics that you want to hear. We're doing it right here at Locked on Pelicans. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Number one thing you can do to support the show, comment down below on YouTube. What is your biggest question going into media day, into training camp? Put it in the comments down below. I'll, of course, give them a look and respond to a couple out there. So we are asking those burning questions, the six biggest questions we have for media day. Hopefully it's quiet. Let's hear from Zion too. So question three, what are the internal expectations for this team? I just did a hit on Locked On NBA. It'll be there on the Monday show if you want to listen to it. And the question that Jackson Gatlin asked me, host of Monday episode of Locked On NBA, and I co-host Wednesday, by the way, was like, what, what's, the, what's the expectations for this Pelicans team? And I said, it's tough. After getting into the play-in tournament and playing well against the Phoenix Suns, you feel it should be higher than that, right? It's just kind of a natural progression, right? Like the line goes up and they just kind of literally move forward. So if you were a play-in tournament team last year and you got out of the play-in tournament, shouldn't it be playoffs next season? I don't think that's wrong. And I think most of us are probably feeling that to some degree, right? To say, oh, my expectation at the minimum is, there, you know, is that they're going to be a play-in tournament team feels kind of low, doesn't feel right. And so with that in mind, it feels, okay, they should be a top six team. But the West is strong. The, the West is really strong still, and there's a little bit of uncertainty around it, right? Memphis is still there. Denver's there. Golden State, the Suns. That's four teams already. Dallas was good last year. Minnesota's going to be much improved as well. What about a team like the Portland Trailblazers? Have they retooled enough? They might be better than they were last year. The Kings are going to be in that mix potentially as well. There's a lot of really good teams in the West. Where do the Pelicans fit into that? You know, Who are the, them and the other five, and who are you kind of leaving out of that? might be Dallas. We did an episode on if Dallas is actually regressed and where the Pelicans are in, you know, relation to their own conference, their own division. But it's tough to kind of figure that out. So what are the Pelicans' internal expectations? Is it top six? Is it top four? They want home court in the first round. Could it just be they realize the West is tough, so they say, play in tournament. We at least got to get there. And maybe this all goes out the window with one injury to either the Pelicans or another team. Hopefully not. Knock on wood with that one. Um, but you've got to kind of factor all of that stuff in. The West is tough. Like, I just don't know how that's all going to shake out. I know this Pelicans team is going to be good, but quite how good when it's going to be just, you know, fight every single night with a lot of these teams. What are the Pelicans internally looking at? Is it simply just like, you know, be competitive in every game? You know, is it just simply compete? Or is there there more to it and they are setting their sights on one thing? I want to know what that is. That might come from Willie Green. That might come from Langdon. That might come from David Griffin. Those are the questions we're certainly going to be asking them um, at some point today when media day starts at 10. All right, question four. What is the offense going to look like? Willie Green, the head coach in Willie We Trust, has has a good problem to have on his hands. He's got too many good options. You've got Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum. You're working back in Zion Williamson. You have Herb Jones in there, too, that should take a step forward offensively. Jonas Valanciunas is as reliable as a center as they come. What's what's the offense going to try and look like this year? Is it going to be to play fast, to try and get out and run, maybe take advantage of some of the new rules? And I've done a show on that if you want to know how the Pelicans can have a top five offense in the league. No more take fouls. Now their offense was 19th overall throughout the course of the year last year. They were 21st in pace. They weren't particularly fast. Is that the case again? Are they going to just be an unbelievably efficient half-court offense? Or do they want to get out and run and push the pace and try and get in transition? And with that, how are the ball handling duties going to kind of get shared? Is Are we going to see the return of Point Zion from two years ago? Are we going to see Brandon Ingram running the offense more? And he set a career high in assists per game last season with um, 5.6. Is it CJ McCollum going to be kind of your full-time point guard? 5.8 assists per game for him last year. And they feel he has untapped potential when it comes to being a pure point. And he was excellent for the team um, for New Orleans last year as well. What does that potentially look like? 5.8 assists for him last year. Is that what it's going to be? Could it be Herb Jones getting the ball and going? Because he's run some point guard in college, under Nate Oates, and at Alabama. So I have questions about how these duties are going to be kind of shared around. Is it, Are they going to be shared? Are they not going to be shared? What is this team's kind of identity on offense, and what are they trying to be and accomplish? And how much does three-point shooting play a factor into that, too? And do they feel with that, they have enough? They were a bad three-point shooting team last year, and we'll spend some time later as we get through training camp kind of focusing on that but what are they expecting kind of from that side of things this season does that influence whether they might run or play in the half court and how does that all kind of factor into everything as well so what is this offense going to look like how is this offense going to flow and work those are big questions I have for head coach Willie Green and I'm sure we'll start to get some answers in training camp in preseason games, which is right around the corner, right? The fourth is the first preseason game. So we'll get answers to all of that, hopefully sooner rather than later, but maybe we'll get some insight into that today at Media Day. So two more burning questions then a couple of bonus questions for you. Some fun, I got a fun one in there at the very least too, and some other ones that are like important, but not the most important question um, that I have out there. So let's take a look at some of these other burning questions coming up next. Defense, player roles, I got one about Jose Alvarado, too. That's all coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday, no paywall, completely free, reliably. Not going to miss many shows, right? We're here Monday through Friday. You know it's going to be here first thing in the morning for y'all. After wins, after losses, after the biggest news stories break, we're right here reacting almost in the moment. One of my favorite things about being able to do this show is get a show out to you right away when something happens. And there was news over the the weekend, right, with CJ inking an extension. We'll get into that more probably later in the week, but with Media Day, there's no rush to kind of dive into some of that. But good and very fair value, I thought, for New Orleans. On that, and they ended up getting a a small win on that with the length of the contract as well. So, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. Tell your friends about the show. I've got friends who say not smart things about the Pelicans, and I get texts all the time about it, and it drives me a little crazy. I'm sure you have friends who say like they should be going after Jay Crowder right now. They should not. Make sure your friend is listening to Locked on Pelicans so they're not asking you questions like that or spouting off takes like that or saying just dumb things about the Pelicans in general. All right, let's continue on with the burning questions around the Pelicans going into media day. We just talked about the offense, but what's the plan to make the defense work? And I'm going to do a whole show on this. I want to go much more in-depth on the defense and the questions surrounding it, and we'll do that in a future show either this week or next week. But defensively is where this team could struggle and something that could really hold them back. So what's the plan to get the defense better? They started to look good after the CJ trade and as they marched towards the postseason. Is that something that they're going to be able to replicate over an 82-game season? I'm not sure. This defense, if you want to be a true title contender or looking to get towards, say, the Western Conference Finals or the second round of the playoffs, defense starts to become more and more and more and more important. If you look at finals champions over the past decade and teams in the finals, they almost all have a top 10, top five even defense. So what is the plan for the Pelicans to get that defense closer to the top 10 and keep it there over the course of the year? When you look at the starting lineup of CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones, Zion Williamson, Jonas Valanciunas, that's not amazing defensively. It might not be bad defensively, but it's not good And that's not ideal if you want to be a true contender, as we just said. So what's the plan to kind of make this work? Are they going to run a different kind of scheme? Do they have an idea of what they want to do already? This is really one for head coach Willie Green. Is it going to come down to kind of the rotations and the lineups that he uses? And we'll get that ties into the next question. I'm curious about this, though, because this is an area that I think is right now one of the Pelicans' biggest weaknesses that they have. For a team that maybe has top six expectations, that's not ideal. So what's the plan to get the defense to work beyond just Herb Jones being Herb Jones and being awesome and maybe more minutes for Trey Murphy? But that ties into the next question I have. What are the new player roles going to be? You know, do you anticipate Trey Murphy playing more minutes? Do you see Herb Jones being a key part of the offense, maybe pushing the pace? Where does a guy like Jackson Hayes fit in? And is Dyson Daniels ready for a role in the rotation already? Or do they plan to bring him along slowly? Or is this not even set yet? Is this going to be a training camp thing, a preseason thing, as they look to have these guys go out and play well and hard and all of that? I'm curious. I'm going to be really curious to see. We've heard good things about Dyson Daniels from the Pelicans' work this summer and in the offseason. Does that mean he's ready for a role like Herb Jones was? We've seen the on-off numbers for a guy like Trey Murphy. They really work with this Pelicans team. Does that mean he's in line to play be the sixth man or seventh man even or just play a significantly bigger role? I think he could be, but I want to hear it from the coaches to kind of give us some insight into what they're thinking with some of these guys. We know what Bi is going to do, what Zion's going to do, what a guy like C.J. McCollum is going to do. But where does someone like Jose fit in? Is he your true backup point guard? What about what feels like an odd man out in Jackson Hayes or even in a guy like Devontae Graham? Is he a solid rotation player for this team right now or no? So those are the six big questions I have going into media day. If you've got a different one, let me know in the comments down below. A couple of quick bonus questions for you. For Jose Alvarado, do you think you're going to be able to pull off more sneaky steals this year? Do you think the the script is in on you, script is out on you, whatever the phrase would be? When it comes to that, it's going to be harder to pull off. So does he have any other tricks up his sleeve? For Larry Nance Jr. or David Griffin, is there an extension in the works? We knew that CJ was going to get one. It seems like they were going to get one done for Larry Nance Jr. too. Is he a long-term piece for this franchise? Do they see him being part of the core? Where's that extension or is that one they're, they're actively working on right now? And then finally, this is for all y'all out there. Any any info on those New Jersey's Pelicans? Are there going to be big refreshes or just minor tweaks? As I've said, what I've, what I've seen, I've seen one of them. I think it looks good, but it's not going to be what you're all hoping for. Is, is there something else in the works with that? There's going to be some new branding, different things around the arena to kind of give it a little bit of a different feel in what's maybe the most anticipated season in Pelicans history. And I just did Friday's show on that to give you a reason why. So if you are a new listener and you're like, why should I care about this Pelicans team? Give Friday show a listen. It's going to help shed some insight on why we are all so excited this season for the Pelicans. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. Get you set for media day. Monday, I will be there. I'm looking forward to it. I know you are as well. We'll be covering it all week here because we are back to five days a week, Monday through Friday here on Locked On Pelicans. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment. You can do it on Spotify too. And of course, comment, 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 please, down below on YouTube. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with y'all tomorrow.